If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Ski since the sandbox. Since the Sandbox fans, we are back and happy to bring you guys another NFL episode. This one's a little fun, a little interesting, guys. We're going to be talking about the biggest questions going into the 2021 season. So clearly the offseason isn't over. Training camp hasn't started. There's a lot of question marks already and we don't know how they play out. One of them, for example, I'll say Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's a huge question. What the hell is going to happen in Green Bay? But we can talk about that at another point in time when we know a little bit more information. But one of the questions that I want to ask, I feel like this is a question that a lot of people are going to be asking themselves for this 2021 season. So the question I think that most people are asking right now is, did the Cleveland Browns peak? I personally think... That last year, they were really good. They have a lot of the same guys on that roster, a lot of the same guys on that team. But you got to think, like, the Ravens are also going to improve. Pittsburgh isn't going to be that bad again. I know they had a great year, but they finished off not so great. The Bengals, with time, are going to get better. So, do you guys think that the Cleveland Browns peaked? 110,000%. Yeah? I mean... Let's see if Odell can mesh. You know what I mean? That's a whole nother wrench into the mm-hmm. offense. Like, they're not as good when he's on the field. Like, more mm-hmm. miles to feed. It is what it is. Will Nick Chubb stay healthy completely? You know what I mean? Can Baker Mayfield be the same? He He's, uh, uh, I don't know, as reliable as Kev as a ride, you know? <laughs> I'm just breaking. I'm busting chops. Kev picked me up today. It's all right. I made it here. But, uh, Steve, I, I think so. And, I mean, when you add Jadavian Clowney and, and you think that's, you know, Going to help the teams. Yeah. Absolutely not. I, I think you're right, Steve. They peaked, peaked, peaked. Yeah. I'm going to jump in here just because. Go for it. Just because this leads me into my question. This actually wasn't the first question I was going to ask, but just because it's going with the conversation. One of my questions actually wasn't, especially for you, Steve, because I know, you know you're high on OBJ, is where does OBJ fit in the Browns' offense this year? Because like you, you said, Lou, when he was injured last year and out, they played better without him. They moved the ball better, and they just seemed to play better as a whole. So where does he fit? I mean, it's tough to think a guy like that, you know, you can't find a spot on your roster for him. But at the same time, if he's going to be more of a cancer than he's going to be, you know, a sure thing on the field, then what's the use of keeping him around? You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, nah, Kev, that's Absolutely. a great question. I think that the Browns are, are probably asking themselves that question right now because Lou, you talked about this last week when we were talking about um, Odell. And they were more productive. They were a better team. Baker was statistically better without Odell. They can still get great value for him. A team like the 49ers who just got their quarterback. A team like the Bears who just got their quarterback. A team like the Pats who just got their quarterback. (laughs) Guys, there's a lot of places Odell can go. Another question that I have, Lou, I'm going to jump in before yeah, you even ask your question. I got a bunch of them. Can the Kansas City Chiefs get back to the bowl? Nope. No. no. <laughs> wow, we got no. two no's. No. no. Can they or will? Can they? Yes. Will they? No. Yes. I, okay. Yeah, and, and that obviously I'm, I'm not saying that Pat Mahomes is done. I'm not, but I think this year will be a year that. They don't. I don't think they take a step back permanently, but I think they just. You know, I mean, they're a little behind this year, and I just think that Super Bowl that Super Bowl loss is gonna shock them. It is. It's it's a punch in the mouth. You know what I mean? Especially when you were as good as they were coming into it. You know what I mean? They hadn't lost a game in what like 
20 something weeks, you know what I mean? 20 something football weeks. So, you know, that's definitely, that's definitely staying a little bit. And, you know, I don't think it's going to stunt their growth as a dynasty, but I definitely think it'll, it'll put a little hiccup in it. And I think they have the potential to get back. But like Lou said, I don't think they will because the teams that they beat on the way there are all getting better at the same time. You know what I mean? Along with that though, are they still the biggest threat in the AFC? Yes. For now, it's just new old linemen. How do they protect Mahomes? And, like, can Mahomes stay healthy is, like, the real question. Like, Mahomes does get hurt pretty frequently. I mean, ticky-tack stuff, but still, I mean, how long... up over time. <laughs> how long can Travis Kelsey keep taking those hits? Like, and they're kind of a one-trick pony at this point. They mm-hmm. don't run the football. It's, it's big swings. And I think we kind of figured it out a little bit. But my question, and I think this is going to be the biggest question of this season, is does Deshaun Watson play a game at all? Wow. Does he play a game at all? If I'm putting my money on it, I say he does not take a single snap. No snaps at all. What, I mean, you're saying like he doesn't sign with anyone or anything? No, no, no. They're saying he's going to sit out. Okay. They're wow. saying he's going to sit out. And, yeah. I, and I think he will. It's the best move for his career. No injuries. Um, gives the Texans more time to suck and accumulate draft picks to move for him. Oh, and I, I, I just think, I don't think, he pl- I don't think he plays a snap. That I, might be the hottest question of today. I don't know. I'll ask Kevin, it's, unless you could sum me. Like, I don't, oh, yeah, I don't know. That's, I, it's tough to say because so. it's hard to think that, like, someone that talented is going to just, like, sit out a year in his prime. But at the same time, like you said, Lou, maybe it's the best for him. But I know. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if a team swooped in, you know, a few weeks before training camp starts, a couple weeks before training camp starts, and, and tries to get a deal with him. You know what I mean? You can't, though. You can't because, dude, he's, he's, got, he's got 13 chicks banging. And listen, That's as much as I think <laughs> half of it's Fagazi, because my only problem with it is, the girl came out and said, this isn't about the money. It's about me coming forward and speaking up. Then why did you try to settle out of court the first time for 100, 100 Gs yeah. if it's not about the money? Yeah. How, how does that make any sense? That's like me being like, I'm trying to, trying to give my car away to help a friend out. But hold on, I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> I'll take 100 grand for it. Yeah. Get out of here, bro. Even though I think some are valid. I, I'm not going to see whether he's guilty or not. But I just don't think no team is going to take the risk on it, and that man will not play a snap. Lou, that's a great question. And honestly, whatever answer I give you is going to be a guess. I'm going to say no. I'm going to, I'm going to say no. And with that being said, I think that there could possibly be some sort of a suspension put on Watson. Absolutely. And I'm not... Saying like I like you just said, Lou. I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm not even going there. But just being involved with this many people speaking up and it being this much of a headline, I feel like that might that itself might be enough um, to go in to give him some sort of a suspension. Especially well, look at what Brady got suspended for nothing for for four games. You know what I mean? Conspiracy. <laughs> so so we'll see. Um, another question, guys. I know I just asked about the Chiefs getting back to the bowl, but can Brady lead the Bucks again? Yes. Yes, I think they've only gotten better. Okay, so <laughs> I think they can. I think they can. But this leads me into another question that I have in the same in the same division. I want to ask you. And it might be a crazy question, could be, you know, a dream, could be a stretch, but one of my questions was, 
determining what kind of, you know, situation the New Orleans Saints come back in, can the Atlanta Falcons make a push for the NFC South? Oh. No. With the addition of Pitts, they drafted a cornerback. If they can get a couple of the pieces on defense, you never know. That's an, that's an offense that can put up an easy 35, 40 points a game. You know what I mean? Where are they going to get the other pieces? The pieces store? <laughs> never know. Maybe you... Maybe you I don't know. You I don't can think it's impossible. I just wouldn't. Like, Steve, if you're a betting man, would you bet money the Falcons win the division? Um, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just asking. Like, dude, can they make a push? Because realistically, if the Saints come back and like, obviously, we don't know what Drew Brees is doing yet. But if like Taysom Hill or Jameis is their quarterback, they still are going to be good. But I just feel like the Falcons' offense is so high powered now, and their defense still stinks. So Kevin, they can, can just. I can answer a couple of your questions. Drew Brees did hang up the queen, so he yeah. is he is out of the scenario. Thank God. Um, but when I was asking my Brady question, I was going to double down with a second question, but I also wanted to hear you guys' opinion. I hear what you're saying, Lou, when you say they only got better. And my question to go along with that is, I don't think any other team in the division got better except for them. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe Carolina. Maybe Carolina, maybe Atlanta, but I'm not... I'm putting more faith in Matt Ryan to win more games than Sam Donald in a new definitely, system. Definitely. So, Kev, I don't think that's too far-fetched. I also have a lot of confidence in Sean Payne, but I'm very very skeptical about that Saints roster. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think that Atlanta question is so crazy. Off the table. But I also will say it's the same core that they've had for the past Three years since mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, and it hasn't worked. Yeah, Pitts is a great addition, but when they added a tight end last year, it didn't change anything. So, mm-hmm. tight ends don't really translate as early and as quickly um, as as some other prospects around the yeah. league. All right, so I got one. I think is uh, really interesting. So, did the Ravens get Lamar Jackson enough help where they can go to the Super Bowl? Did that draft in the off season have they gotten him enough? help that they can make it to the Super Bowl. I think maybe. Honestly, I'm kind of torn just because I like the picks in the draft, but it's like he might need a little more help, dude. You know, I mean, Marquise Brown as a two is good, but we'll see how it unfolds. All our Ravens fans, Ty, Tony, I hope they did enough. I really do. I would love to see the Ravens in the bowl instead of the Chiefs. Prefer the Colts, you know, but (laughs) I'll take the Ravens. But, Kev, what do you think? It's tough. I mean, I definitely think they made a huge step in the right direction. That's for sure. And I don't think that Baltimore was far off for, you know, a Super Bowl caliber team as, you know, a lot of people think. Yes. And obviously, drafting Bateman was huge. Like you said, making Brown the two is huge. And I I feel like I do agree with you. They could definitely use another weapon on offense um, as far as the receiver position. But I definitely, like, I think, like, even last year I thought they were – had the potential to make a, a Super Bowl push, you know what I mean? Obviously, the talent wasn't there, but I, yeah, I, th- I think they have the talent too. I'm not, I'm not gonna go ahead and say that they were a short thing because obviously you still have the Chiefs, you have the Bills, you know, the Dolphins are up and coming. They could, you know, flirt with 11, 12 wins this year. So I'm not gonna say they're a short thing, but they're definitely in the mix, especially for the AFC. You know what I would have loved to see, and I think this would have made the Ravens. I know it would have maybe been impossible, but let's say the Ravens had traded their two firsts to Atlanta, and or. Atlanta specifically say, and they got Kyle Pitts and ran the double tight end with Mark Andrews Ooh. and him. 
so they could run now the ball sufficiently and block. Now you're I talking. I think that puts them so over the line. Now you're talking. That that would be unbelievable. Damn, Lou, where was that spice in the draft coverage? I know, I know. <laughs> I love that it. Was e- I love it even more now, though. Because now we have us it. to talk about, yeah. so now you can no, nice, throw it in. That's awesome. Atta boy, and, Lou. And those questions about about the Ravens are serious. I said I said right here for a Ravens question: Will the Ravens get over their playoff hiccup? And, and it's a huge question. But a team that I think has a bigger question, and we were just talking about this in our previous episode on YouTube, so you guys can go and check that out on YouTube. When can we start to take the Raiders serious? The Las Vegas Raiders. When can we start to take them serious? I mean, Mike Mayock supposed to be the best talent developer. In viewing talent, analyzing it, John Gruden supposed to be the Super Bowl coach. They got paid hefty money. Like they got a brand new stadium, a new location. They got their guys. When can we take the Raiders seriously? Never, absolutely <laughs> never. Mm-hmm. John Gruden made it to a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's roster, and Mike Mayock was on the bench for a reason. So. Yeah. Come on, I, yeah. I just don't see it, dude. They're drafting no names in every first round. They've legit reached on every first round pick they've had and second round pick in the last three years. Yeah. And they're bang. They, Where's this great fan base, dude? You all ditched them. Yeah. They legit ditched them. They're in the Oakland. Only, yeah. They ditched the only thing that made them a good franchise. What a sin. Yeah. They got good jerseys, though. I'll give them that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys, I think it was, it might have been last season or it could have been two seasons ago. And we were talking about you know if the if the Ravens were you know overrated and stuff like that and I and I said they're just not that good and I think it I think it holds you know true still and that's the why I, yeah the Raiders okay. and that's why I never take the Raiders you know really as a threat I mean they always have you know a couple seasons where they'll start off hot but they always fade out and I mean if you look at their roster realistically besides the tight end position. They don't really have a top five guy in any position. Okay, love Josh Jacobs. No, Darren Waller. That's what I said. Besides the tight end oh, yeah. position, they don't really have. I do love Josh Jacobs, but I mean, even when healthy, is he really a top five running backs when all the when all the running backs in the league are healthy? You know, yeah, it's tough. Not. So I mean, it's just it's tough. You know, in a division where you're facing Pat Mahomes twice, where you're facing an up and coming. Now probably better Chargers team. You know what I mean? I would say the Chargers are probably better than the Raiders now. And the Broncos with Teddy Bridgewater. You know what I mean? And, and the Broncos are making steps in the right direction. Like we said, I mean, the Raiders drafted Leatherwood. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the Broncos stink, but like, at least they made good draft picks. At least they're, like, showing some signs of hope. They're making steps in the right direction. The Raiders are just like, all right, Derek Carr, go throw it 15 times to your tight end and then hand it off 20 times. We'll be very you know interesting. What I mean, like, John Brown was a good pickup, but... Again, is he that elite that he's going to take you from, you know, being better than either of those two teams? Probably not. That guy's legit Andrew Wiggins. Hmm. He'll give you the quietest 50 yeah, yards you've ever seen. Exactly. Will, will be very interesting to see so, if that AFC West brings Aaron Rodgers to it with oh. the interest in the Raiders and Denver. He better mm. go to Denver because that's the only hope he has. <laughs> Denver wouldn't be bad. Be great. They well, have good A-Rod, defense, good decent online, two good decent sculpture. receivers. So, Colton Sutton, my guy. We'll you see. guys know it's my we'll guy. See. All right, so with all this talk about teams being okay, mediocre, let's move to my Pats. And the question, and maybe this is a stupid question, I don't know, and, and a stupid question Coming in either guys. direction, but my question is, will the Pats go 500 this year? Hi, I yeah. think they will. I think they will. The question, the question is, they'll go. Will they go five hundred? And I'll say yes. I don't want to comment on higher because I don't know how the quarterback scenario is going to mm-hmm. play out. So I, I feel like that's a big, a big part to it. Yeah, I, I think they win the division, honestly. Really? What over the Bills, Mafia? 
mean, like, what did the Bills do to get better? I mean, what did they do? No, I... They will, that's true, but they're still better than the but Bats. Like, but they had two games with them that went down to the wire with all those opt-outs, no weapons, and Cam Newton in a first year in a system. Give him another year, even though he blows. Hmm. Better players and more weapons? It's like, what do the it's Bills true, do? And true. I think Tua is absolutely the... Two is an absolute dud. So Miami's going 9-7 and seven on their best day. Really? And the Jets are the Jets. And the Jets are the Jets. Wow. Because Ryan Fitzpatrick lugged a lot of those. You don't think, like, Jalen Waddle could improve him a little bit? Will Fuller? It just, like, I feel like Tua doesn't see those. There were so many plays where, like, he just didn't let it go. And who's their backup now? It's someone who's not. It's Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> so I'll put it this. All right, Joe I'll say Kobe. this. I'll say this. I think Jacoby Brissett will have a better tenure in Miami when he goes in than Tua. Wow. I believe that. Wow. I strongly believe that. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say that's two of the dud. I'm not going to say he's a stud either. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, Lou, if you are right and Joe, Jacoby Brissett does take over at some point because, like, he is a starter. Like, you know what I mean? He started seasons in the NFL. Like, if Tua does – if Tua comes out and, and shits the bed the first – Five six weeks, like why not throw Jacoby Brissett in for a couple weeks? See what he does. But you can't with some that. weapons. Like, you never know. All right, so so me and Steve this, hate that. This is this is what we're gonna do. All right. <laughs> what, <laughs> what are we gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna leave it up to our fans, and I have something interesting for you. Okay. I want to know is who has more pressure this year, Daniel Jones or Tua? And that's a graphic that you're gonna make, so our sense of sandbox fans can help us out. Okay. Answer that question. Okay. Because I feel like that's a big pressure scenario from the both of those guys. AFC and NFC. Yeah. I don't even We'll leave it up to the fans. That's why we'll leave it up to the fans. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to touch it. I do have one more question, though. Uh, I do I have one more question. But it's it's a pretty dramatic question, so okay. I'll see. And Lou kind of touched upon this in one of the episodes this week. But who is going to have, just this season, who is going to have the better, or I should say more successful season, Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence? I think Trevor Lawrence, just because I'm not sold that Justin Fields will play as many games as Trevor Lawrence. I agree, yeah. He's a star okay. and they won. Uh, Justin Fields has to hope for an okay. injury or an 0-8 stop. Yeah, okay, like, that's Trevor fair. Lawrence is walking in and like he knows like, that's the fair. situation's his. And, that's fair. I mean, I, I honestly... Say Fields does get the week one start. God forbid. Then. I'm still saying Lawrence. Lawrence, okay. yeah, I mean, it's... Right. And I think, I think Fields can I have the know. better career. Yeah. But I, I realistically think, like, just coming in year one... It wouldn't mean that Trevor Lawrence is necessarily the better player, but I think he'll have Had more better com- command of his franchise. Mm-hmm. And Justin Fields might have a little bit more of a chip on his shoulder, but I think that'll take time because I think not that not that the Bears and Jaguars are too far off as far as franchises go, but I do think that the Jags did a little bit more to specifically help Trevor succeed. I mean, he doesn't have to worry about running the ball. He has Travis Etienne, who was his college running back the past three years, and James Robinson, who, who was, yes, Spinner, um, a thousand yard rusher. So, I mean, that's a lot of help, and you can't even say that the Bears have that. Yeah. You could say that Allen Robinson is definitely a, a better quarterback than they have, but I'll take Marvin Jones, Chenault, and whatever young wide receiver, yeah, yeah. D- whatever else came with it. Um, they definitely need to invest in a tight end. Part. And they have a better, I can't say a better coach, but I think they have a better foundation because I don't think anybody believes in Matt Nagy at yeah. this point. But, guys, that's going to wrap things up for our biggest questions going into 2021. Make sure you guys check out the most pressured 
um, scenario with Daniel Jones and Tua, and let us know who is the most pressured quarterback between those two guys. Make sure you go to our YouTube and check out that content. Like, subscribe, and put on that notification bell. Go to sinceasandbox.net. You guys can listen to our podcast right on there, or you can buy um, some merch, watch some YouTube videos, um, whatever you want to do on there. And, guys, with our podcast, make sure you leave us that five stars because, remember, if it's not five stars, guys, we don't want it. Don't need it. Don't deserve it. See you later.